Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. In our last study, we witnessed a heavenly gathering. Today, we will see a humble one. Sometimes we will hear someone say that they found Jesus, and though we understand what they mean, this is not theologically correct. We are lost. Jesus finds us. Romans 3 tells us that there's no one who seeks after God. It is God who draws us to faith. Today on Drawing Near, we learn that the shepherds went searching for Jesus. Of course, they were told to do so by the angel, and they were even given directions. So God drew them to Jesus as well. Let's open our Bibles and turn to Luke chapter 2 and study A Humble Gathering. As we prepare for today's study, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your work in salvation. The way you draw sinners to yourself, draw us to faith in Jesus Christ. We're told in Ephesians chapter 2 that it's by grace that we're saved through faith, and not of works lest anyone should boast. We are also told that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Through your love and your grace, you have drawn us to faith in Jesus Christ. You have opened our eyes, turned us from darkness to light, from death to life. And Father, we thank you for this marvelous work. You are so merciful. Now, Father, help us to study your word. Help us to see this humble gathering in Bethlehem. Help us to understand the value you place on humility. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In Luke chapter 2, verse 15, we read, When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then, and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. I love the succinct way that biblical writers record what has been made known to them. Luke tells us here that the angels left them. We have no idea how long the angels were in the presence of the shepherds. We had one angel come and address the shepherds, then heavenly hosts come, a multitude of them, and they praise the Lord in the midst of the shepherds, and they bless the people on the earth, and then they depart. What Luke tells us next is fairly amazing. It says the shepherds began saying to one another, let us go straight to Bethlehem then. I imagine that there was a great deal of conversation after the angels left. I doubt very, very seriously if the moment the angels left, the shepherds just simply said to one another, let us go straight to Bethlehem then. Can you imagine the awe, the wonder, the excitement? the humility that they must have experienced in the presence of this heavenly host. Hardly anyone in human history had experienced any contact, any visible contact from angels ever. This was a rare event, an unheard of event, and I'm positive the shepherds were overwhelmed. 
Eventually, in their excitement, eventually as things move forward, they said to one another, let's go straight to Bethlehem then. Let's not just make our way there. Uh, We need to go to Bethlehem sometime in the future. No, they determined to go straight to Bethlehem. They understood that the angel had made an announcement to them, and they were to respond to it. In the very same way that when we hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, we should be compelled to respond to it. So they said, let's go straight to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. The language in see this thing that has happened makes it very, very clear that the shepherds understood that God had done an amazing thing, that God had performed a miraculous wonder. And it was something to see, something to go and experience. It wasn't just the birth of a baby, which is an amazing thing in and of itself, but this was the birth of the Savior, the Messiah, Emmanuel, God with us. And so they wanted to go to Bethlehem and see this thing which the Lord had made known to us, not an angel, the Lord through his messenger, a holy angel. And so in verse 16, we're told they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. Many people are confused about the order of events. The wise men are also on their way, the magi. But they come much later. They come after Jesus and Mary and Joseph are in a home, are living in Bethlehem. The shepherds come while Jesus is still laying in a manger. Things hadn't progressed very far along at all. Bethlehem was still full of people, there because of the census that was being taken. They hadn't begun moving to their homes, and so the baby had still not found a place to sleep other than in a manger. I believe very soon after the birth of Christ, the newborn baby Jesus had his first visitors, and his first visitors were shepherds. Humble shepherds visiting a humble Mary and Joseph, a poor Mary and Joseph, and a humble baby a baby who literally humbled himself and became obedient unto death. So they find Jesus laying in a manger. Verse 17 says, And when they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. In all likelihood, when they came to Mary and Joseph, introduced themselves, told them why they were there, they communicated to Mary and Joseph about the angels, how the angels had made the announcement and had glorified the Father, had referred to Jesus as a Savior. In this way, God is using the shepherds as messengers to Mary and Joseph, confirming in their hearts and lives what God had already said he was doing. Mary and Joseph were told that Mary was going to have a baby who was God's son, who was the Savior. And now the shepherds back that story up by their coming, by their worshiping and seeing this thing. But they didn't just simply stop after seeing what God had done in Bethlehem. We're told in verse 17, they made known the statement which was told them about this child. They didn't keep it to themselves. Even though it was a high-risk thing to go tell people that they had seen angels, what the angels had said, that they had visited the baby in the manger, and all that they had experienced, they still went and made known this statement which had been told them about this child. A Savior is born. God has given us a Savior. 
And verse 18 says, And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. Not only were the shepherds filled with wonder, along with Mary and Joseph, but all those who heard the testimony of the shepherds were filled with wonder as well. Oftentimes I think we forget God doesn't simply work in the hearts of people who experience his word themselves. When we proclaim the word of God, the mysteries of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ, God works through that testimony in the hearts and lives of other people. It is not just simply what we say and how we say it that matters. God works in the hearts of other people. And God brought these other individuals along in this journey and made them to wonder at all they were hearing from the shepherds. They didn't see the baby. They didn't see the angels. And yet they were still filled with wonder. And then verse 19 is a beautiful picture. It says, while the shepherds were going about telling everything that they had seen, everything that had been told to them, we're told, but Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. You know, they didn't have a way of taking pictures, snapshots, recording this beautiful event. How many of us would be lost, would truly be saddened, if we did not have pictures of our newborn baby? Mary's pictures were memories. Everything that she saw, everything that she heard, all that she experienced with Jesus, she treasured all these things. She recorded them in her heart and mind. And as time went on, she pondered them. She meditated on them. She thought of them over and over and over again in her heart. No doubt this is how Luke came about this information, talking to Mary, hearing Mary recounting all of these things to him. And then in verse 20, we're told, the shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as had been told them. The sad fact is, as God works in our hearts and lives, as we experience these marvelous moments of revival and renewal, of spiritual growth and development, life must go on. And that's true for the shepherds. Eventually, the shepherds went back to their sheep. They went back to their fields. They went back to doing what they were supposed to do. They had been used by God in a mighty way, in an important way, to see Jesus and spread the news that the Savior was born. They had witnessed angels, and they themselves had become angels, heralding to other human beings that the Savior had come. But as they went back, things didn't return to normal. They went back glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen. As they went back to work, they went back changed individuals. Individuals who now glorified the Lord the way the angels did, praising God the way the angels did, because they had seen and witnessed. They knew what the angels knew. What an amazing testimony for us. We need, as we are touched by God, touched by his word, to continue in our daily responsibilities, our daily walk. But as we do so, we need to do so devotionally, worshiping, glorifying, praising God for all that we see and hear. We need to praise the Lord like the shepherds did, because they praised God for all that they had seen and heard, 
just as had been told them. They believed the message that God had given them from the angels. They had witnessed it for themselves. And that's exactly what happens in our spiritual walk. We hear the gospel message, we believe, and experience the salvation, experience the new life for ourselves. We read God's word, we believe it, we obey it, and we see the promises of God come to life in our lives, just as we were told they would do. One day we will enter into heaven, and we will be able to glorify and praise God for all eternity, because everything he has communicated to us about heaven has come true. It's exactly like it was told to us. Praise the Lord for God's great faithfulness, and praise the Lord for his humble messengers who tell us about Jesus, who tell us the truth of God's word. We need to praise the Lord for them as well. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for this testimony. And I pray, Father, that as we study God's word, that we would not only do what the shepherds did, glorify and praise you for all that we have seen and heard, for all that you have told us, but we would also be like Mary, that we would treasure these things in our heart and that we would reflect on them, meditate on them on and on and on over and over again and continue to grow in our understanding and continue to glorify you for your mighty acts and deeds. Thank you, Father, for your work in our lives. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.